Welcome to uh, the Finding Neverland podcast, episode number 24. Uh, going solo tonight, James is traveling right now to be with family. Uh, currently in the mountains up here in Blackhawk because it's too warm in the house for me right now. Uh, beautiful nature out here. Uh, topic that we were going to do tonight um, is uh, basically... Uh, the other side of the coin to I think the lie that this world has been perpetuating since uh, the beginning of time uh, the opposite side of the coin of God being distant and not uh, concerned with us or that he doesn't love us and uh, we're just doomed to suffer and and go through pain on this earth Um, the topic is uh God is near. Uh, our perspective is flawed, um, and it's. I'm going to be trying to touch on uh, renewing our minds daily, and uh, just really getting to the bottom of uh, the solution to this this idea that um, our perspective can be the sole dictator for our spiritual state of mind um our spiritual deafness and blindness is all contingent upon perspective and how important that is to the believer to uh keep conditioned um so uh first off i'm going to start off with the with a prayer and uh just open this up for us um happy if anybody's joining me live right now um you know, hit me up in the comments if you want to participate. I'd love it. Um, or hit me, or just comment afterwards too. Uh, but firstly, I'm gonna pray for the Holy Spirit to uh, endow us with uh, His wisdom and have God show up. So, God, thank you so much for the opportunity that I have to uh, be able to do this and. Uh, speak on your behalf and hopefully only speak the words that you want me to speak and if anything that i say is not if you got just uh just let it resonate with people and if it resonates with the holy spirit god uh have them accept and uh you know uh ruminate on it and if it's not throw it away um and uh just thank you so much for your grace and your mercy that's new every single day for all of this lord uh help us to come to grow closer to you and know that you have always been near to us uh it's our minds that are uh far away from you and uh the kingdom of heaven so i just pray that you uh endow us with the wisdom that's in your word and uh where we go when we have these moments where we just want to give up or because that's ultimately uh the end of this uh, struggle uh, to understand these problems in life, God. Um, so we love you and we thank you, God. Uh, pray all of this in your son's name. Amen. Okay, so I guess first off, I'm going to, we got flies out here still. Uh, first, I guess I will make one announcement at least. Um, I think we have 
a guitar player that's interested in uh, learning our music and hopefully jamming uh, soon. So we're looking forward to meeting him. His name is Jeremy. Uh, shouting him out right now. Uh, outing him, basically. So uh, just looking forward to that and uh, a hope for you know continued progress uh, it, uh, you know in God's time and in good time that we will play live shows soon and God's time is good time no one is good but God but uh, so it's the same thing to me you know it's just being patient about those things and I know people want to see us come to their city uh, or we'll be one step closer to do it and that even if it's just me and James playing and I have to backtrack every other instrument uh, we're, we're gonna make something happen where uh, we can continue this ministry and live it to the fullest of our ability and I just think that's call for everyone in life uh, especially believers who uh, you know just realize your potential and your ability and if you can do it you should do everything you can to do it so um, you know I just had this thought earlier today uh, you know uh, you know it's, sometimes I think to myself you know I'm just I'm just thinking man I just don't feel God you know it's pre I don't feel his presence I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's hearing me or I don't hear him talking to me and uh, you know I can get really stuck in my mind just just thinking about those things but then the Holy Spirit of course will will touch my heart and tell me you know uh, how often do you actually sit down and put aside time to actually pray and then also not just pray and then say well i hope something happens but you you listen and you wait for a response and this could be waiting for a day or two but you your mind is always on his his ways and uh and his and just being obedient to him and uh in prayer and just being in fellowship with other believers on the same things, just sharing uh, your struggles and sharing your prayers and being able to see those things actually come true. Your prayers are answered. Um, and you'll never know, you'll never know that that's possible until you actually take the step to do it. And it's so hard for people to do, they don't even wanna take that step. And I would venture most people in life are lying if they say they don't have the time to actually put it aside it's like you do what is, is most important to you um in life uh if it's important to you you're going to make time for it and for the very small percentage of people that say they really do not have time in their schedules i would ask them how important is it to you to salvation is one thing but how important is it to you to go closer to god and you, you can find time, you can make time, you can take, you can cut something out in your life. And just another thing, let me go on a tangent here, um, that goes, goes along with just something I've been working on personally is, uh, you know, I, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and a lot of religious things and, um, and then, you know, and news and stuff like that. But lately I've just, I think the Holy Spirit's been working on me to just not be interested in that stuff anymore um and you know even the religious things i feel like he's telling me do you want to hear what somebody else thinks about me or do you want to hear 
what I'm really like from my mouth, from the word that you've been given. Um, so I, I enjoy listening to uh, sermons and, and, and other people's perspective on the word because interpretation is uh, need, needed uh, and different perspectives are uh, beneficial. But how close do you, do you want to really come to know the Father and the Creator on a personal level? Do you want to hear it from the horse's mouth or do you want to hear something that might not be of God? And, and you know, it sounds good, but it's not really, you know, it's not really uh, what he would have you believe uh, that is true. What's true and what's not true. Um, it's saying I have connection issues right now. So um, I apologize if this is glitching out or whatnot. I'm in the mountains over here. I hope to resolve that issue one day. Um but uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, just to go in, so we'll go into the to the lesson that I hope uh, the Holy Spirit just endows wisdom on uh, this topic for for us right now. Um, <clears throat> so feeling that near or that He is far away from us is a perspective issue. It's a flawed perspective. Um, it's all in our mind. It's our doing. Our flesh is taking over uh, what's really, what our reality really is. Um, and we can tell ourselves, we can work ourselves into a false reality uh, so quickly. And it's really hard to get out of. You can you can stay in that, in that state because you just accept what you know. And what you know is the monotonous, I guess... The monotonous. This is what everybody else is telling me. We just, you know, fake it till you make it. And God forbid, Jesus Christ comes from the eastern sky of Jerusalem, and we're like, well, I've just been faking it till I made it, and I guess I made it now. God forbid. What a miserable life. Paul, you know, I I need to have scriptures ready, you know, but uh, it would be it'd be beneficial to actually give you the scripture. And then tell you the scripture but in today's day and age i'm not going to use this as a cop out I, I really want to try doing this more but you can just google what i t- what i tell you and then the verse will pop up and you will know that it's actually you know in the word so and if it's not in the word throw it away you know it might it, it might i might not be correct on some of these things um but uh paul says uh you know oh man how did i just forget what i was gonna say uh I was saying, oh yeah, perspective and uh, how flawed it is. Uh, Paul says we need to remove, renew our minds daily. Uh, we need to uh, just, and that's just a constant battle of coming to realize that our mind wants to be in a state of uh, disillusion and, uh, uh, you know, just a deceptive uh wayward state where we just follow the world and it's more comfortable because it's pleasure seeking honestly um it's pleasure seeking and that's the downfall of any person believer or not in this life is uh they're not thinking purpose over pleasure on a daily basis um on a on an action by action basis is what you're doing right now uh, 
purpose over pleasure or pleasure over purpose. And you're going to find yourself going down a really, uh, a really dismal road if uh, it's, it's the pleasure route. Um, so uh, Jeremiah 17.9 says, uh, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And since the time you were a little kid, the world tells you, follow your heart. Do what you do what you want. Do what makes you happy. And even on a secular level, people can agree. An atheist person will agree. No one in since the beginning of time has been able to do everything that they want to do in life and get where they want to be in life. It just doesn't happen. It's never happened. You're not going to be able to do what to do, which is mostly anything that's not, you know, getting getting you to the destination you want to be at. So uh, nobody's ever just uh, ate themselves into oblivion and gotten fit over it um, or drank themselves into oblivion and uh, lived a productive life and was successful in life. Um, and those are those are the instances where they chose, uh, you know, I'm going to do what I want, but then I'm also going to get mad about not being where I want to be. So that's how that's how far the delusion can go. Um, but going back to the topic, I'm just going to try to stay on topic here. Um, how do we come to terms with this very, uh, I believe, uh, dismal and hopeless apart from God's power uh, reality that if um, we have a perspective that is flawed or not correct and doesn't uh, align with the truth that God has set before us and the power that he's given us that it can be the sole dictator of our spiritual deafness and blindness in life and that's where you're that's where you feel disconnected from god you feel like he's not near he's not he's not uh interacting in your life and uh it's just uh it's really just a a hopeless endeavor when you think about it in your own power how am i going to overcome this and um it just you know, it's, it's just a daily struggle of uh, uh, just realizing what whatever you're thinking, whatever you're thinking is not, it's usually not from the Holy Spirit. It's usually not from God. And like I said, it's, it's a hard thing to grasp, to like accept, but you're not going to get that download from the Holy Spirit if you're not actively setting that time aside or you know some people call it a quiet time and uh asking for for that wisdom and asking for that guidance um and usually you you start to navigate a middle road where you're like i think god would want me to do this and people start saying things like you hear it all the time well god would want me to to be happy so i should do this or you know, I, I, you know, I really love this person. So, you know, I, I think, you know, God would want me, God wants me to marry this person. And you haven't even spent 
a, a minute just asking him what he wants to do. I'll tell you right now, I don't think anybody's ever had God ask them in their spirit or, you know, just sensing him say this. He's never asked for your opinion on any of his matters, any of his business. So why would he, you know, why would he, uh, you know, ask for your, your opinion on your personal matters? So it just doesn't, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's lunacy. Um, trying to figure out where I'm going uh, with this next, uh, if anybody wants to, uh, to comment on anything or just uh, participate, uh, give some insight on this topic. It uh, greatly uh, it, you know, uh, welcome it because uh, I'm, I'm learning as much as I can uh, as I go about, uh, you know, these, these things that are just really hard, hard topics to broach. And just, it, it's kind of like the, the underground thing we got going on here where the topics we're talking about are not the, the typical you know oh how do I stop watching pornography you know pornography or how how do I uh stop lusting and things like that or just uh just the typical sense uh that, that you get when you like uh you need to repent for your sins and and, and things like that it, it's a little more uh on the outskirts of the things that I think we feel led to, to talk about and i know that's what the holy spirit's been telling me uh is just talk about how uh it's our fault and we have no one to blame but ourselves for our current state fully physically mentally i understand there's there's uh mental illness and there's chemical imbalances but those are physical things and god can heal anything physical spiritual i'm not i'm not uh i'm not uh diminishing the fact that these are very real struggles for people but i heard this a long time ago um and it, and it just resonated with me so well that everything you have in life good or bad is most of the time a direct result of your own actions or inactions and being able to hold yourself accountable to that reality is one of the rarest things you'll find in humanity and that's why you see so many people topping out and it's usually people just uh you know lying to themselves lying to each other oh no you look good like that oh no yeah you can eat whatever you want uh and we just we lie to ourselves we want other people the worst thing you want other people to lie to you you want you want that you want them to accept your bs uh and and, and perpetuate your destruction and they most of the time will do it because they're doing they they have you know they feel guilty for the things that they're not uh following through on so um kind of get, get kind of getting all uh psychological here with with this but um just just these are just the things that have been uh coming up lately i think at 33 years old finally having some revelation now where you know i pray i pray things like you know why you know like why don't i feel i'm fulfilled in these areas of life or why don't i feel like uh 
I'm accomplishing what you want me to do, God. Uh, even though everything you ask me to do, I try to do most of it, and I don't feel uh, a sense of success, fulfillment. And then I would, it, and then I go right to when the Holy Spirit tells me it's because your mind and your perspective is completely flawed and skewed. You've allowed the world and you've allowed uh, flesh selfishness to warp the truth that God has for you and has told you in his word which has been flawlessly preserved since it was written to this day and we say we believe these things but we don't act and therein lies the problem but having a revelation recently that you know man as a as a true believer that's trying so hard and just getting run into the ground all the time mentally uh you know just spiritually feeling cut, cut off um it's all uh my own uh desire to uh be in that state it's it's a normal state of a sinful man um but this but this sin has been overcome by Jesus Christ on the cross when he died on it and the revelation recently where I have to tell myself oh my gosh you know the Holy Spirit is telling me you just you really still just don't get it do you to pick up your cross and follow me means you're on a ship that's sinking and you are going to go down with the ship you, there, if you are doing, if you are on this ship, if you chose to get on this ship for this voyage, it's going to, it's going to wreck. And as it's sinking, you are going to go down with it. You have no choice. And then, you, and then once you go down with it, because that's the way, that's the way we were told is going to happen. That's what it means to pick up your cross and carry it and follow Jesus, or you're not worthy to follow Him. Then the captain can come by with the dinghy and rescue you. You just, everybody's, everybody who's going to go down with the ship, you just grab onto whatever's floating it. You grab onto any debris and you hold on to it and you wait and you pray and you just wait and you know the captain's coming. The captain is coming from another vessel. He's coming to save us. He's already saved us. Uh, eternally and, and, and spiritually he's already given us a new life and renewed us but this daily life and this physical life that we have is very much corruptible and uh, can be uh, destroyed in, in a matter of like in a matter of minutes it's just it's just unbelievable to me that uh, some of the things that happen and and, and I I've overcome those things and I, I owe it only to God's grace and his mercy that I uh, can even look back on those things. But I was just talking to James the other day about this too and saying all of these divine appointments that we have where, you know, something will be popping up in your feed or, you know, uh, he, he, he uh, shared this with me the other day that he was just listening to some music and 
for some reason our podcast started playing on an, on it you know in the background or something and he he wasn't even like listening to it or, or looking it up or anything like that and just being able to record those things and not forget you know not forget those moments and just write those things down because there's so many of them happening we are just too blind and deaf to to realize it uh, we're missing a lot of it we are we have a filter where we're not catching all of these moments where God's interacting with us and I think that's where uh, you know just being receptive to those things would, would help us not forgetting those things beings our human condition is you know human beings remember what they should and they forget what they should remember and so that goes along with you know i think forgetting the past and forgetting paul says uh, forgetting what is behind us behind me and pressing on towards the goal uh i I run the race to win the prize which is christ jesus um our lord and real you know realizing that when god says he forgets our sin why are we trying to hold on to it so much and letting it uh, affect our current reality, our current state? When he says he forgives us, he says he forgets it, he wipes it away. But we're we're smarter than that. We're smarter than him. Uh, we know better than him. So we'll come to him in prayer and be bringing up those same sins. Like, I know I used to do this, God. But, you know, if you would just, you know, help me here. And God's like, man, you still don't get it. You are, you're, you're, you're a new creation. You just won't accept it. You won't accept this. And, uh, you know, I guess my next point is being in the moment and staying in the present. Um, I think, you know, depression and anxiety. I think i have have those those things in life i think everybody does too and i think it's clinical but what the heck is that anyways but a human standard that we devised to explain a human condition that's always been the case nothing is new under the sun uh but we want to sit here and and make a whole uh theology and and, uh and, and you know make drugs a part of it and everything else and just uh put a band-aid on something that's a very much uh, surgical procedure that needs to happen where God is going in with a scalpel and he's taking out, he's cutting away the bad, when when a surgeon goes in to, to cut a tumor out or cut something that's cancerous out, he's making incisions and he's removed just, he's making small incisions in certain spots so he can remove the bad tissue and it's going to it's going to cause pain or it's going to cause uh, bleeding and it's, it's painful, but he's doing this so that new tissue, he does it in such a way that the new tissue will, that will grow over it will heal better than it was before, before that tissue was, you know, taken away. Um, and that's how good surgeons are in the physical, uh, in the physical realm. So take that as an analogy to how God, the, the great surgeon, uh, how he takes our sin and just, you know, he's, he's cutting, he's cutting our sin away and it's painful because our flesh doesn't want to be cut, but it needs to be 
killed. We have to die. Uh, we have to kill our flesh um, to pick up your cross and follow Jesus Christ. He he meant that in such a way that you're going to um, die to yourself, and you know maybe even die uh, physically. Um, you know, for him, for for uh, for his name, and for the gospel and the truth. Um, but it's it's about realizing whether it's worth that or not for some people. It's not that big of a deal, unfortunately, and it breaks my heart because I'm. I feel like I'm always on the cusp of wanting to accept, say that, and just be like, well, God understands. You know, God or you know, God would understand if I, you know, just kind of like was a was a you know once in a while church attender or um, I did I did fifty percent of what you asked me to do, God. So give me a break, please. Just give me a break. Um, and I think we just don't know who we're who we're dealing with. I don't think we know the God that we claim to worship and how much love He has for us. Um, to do what he has done for us and, and preserve us and keep us um, to the one who keeps us from falling. Uh, you know, the only one that can. Um, it's just not, it's just not appropriate. It's not, uh, it's not acceptable for us to uh, go down that, even, even think about going down that path of apathy and uh, indifference because uh it definitely when when the world sees that they don't want what you have if you are a lukewarm believer of course they're not going to believe they don't want what you have it's not it's not legitimate um and they don't see the change in your life uh and and really it's just about i think the next thing i was going to say is uh actions is what it's all about because you can talk i can sit here and talk for the next 30 minutes um, and and do nothing with the rest of my life and ride off into the sunset and tell myself that I did something special uh, but I would just be the, I would just be completely deceived in thinking that so I think my you know the next point I think I was going to make was uh and if anybody has any insight, you know, let me know. But or or has a different uh, perspective on it. Uh, actions is where the rubber meets the road. Um, you know, things like hopes and prayers. I'm sending my hopes and prayers uh, to uh, or thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. What have what has anybody's thoughts ever done? And especially in the believer world, what has anybody's thoughts ever done except destroy our mental state? Because they're always negative thoughts. Most of them are negative, selfish thoughts. Uh, so to say I'm sending my thoughts in the first place is really evil and right in line with our nature, our human nature, to, th to think about it like that. And then prayers, that's God's, that's God's domain. You, you you should pray you should pray for the things that uh, are happening and, and for uh, suffering to end and uh, for people to be saved and, and uh, when there's wild, when there's wildfires you know you, you do pray for that um, 
but what what are you what are you gonna do action wise to uh to show god's love to the world um or do you even feel like god loves you because that's really if you don't feel that you're not going to be able to show it to anyone else um it's just and just i'm just kind of like breaking it down this is christianity 101 to me um i'm sure you could you could make a theology out of anything i don't really want i'm not really intending to do that or make my own brand about uh what what the gospel is but this is just basically a an open discussion for me to just tell you my hope strength and experience as a struggling believer in today's world and uh you know just see what what everybody else uh is going through and and thinks about uh these these things that just are very real reality i think the problem today in society is people want to escape um escape that that truth and every, that everybody knows deep down because we were created uh, in God's image and we have his spirit in us um the holy spirit to an extent is already within us uh he comes to live and dwell within us when we when we ask him to and and uh accept it, the sacrifice that Christ made for us and and repent for our sins and have a desire to change and ask him to change our heart but i believe everybody has that spirit initially because it's what the world would call your conscience uh your conscience is the guide is the guideline for how you're supposed to live because how else can you explain and, you know people can say morality and what is morality oh that's just that religion it only came from this but how can they explain getting into an argument with a loved one and then for the next hour or day or two until they can apologize or they can uh come to reconcile that uh their whole their whole state is messed up they feel bad they just feel off they're they know that they that they sinned they know that they were they uh they, they took time away from that person um and and uh, made them feel bad and now you're being paid back in time lost from your actions it's like the law of karmic debt you know and got not karma in the sense of an eastern religion but karma in the sense that whatever energy you do put out you will get back uh and usually two times if not three times if you if it's negative energy it's definitely like three times as bad that you get back from that action that you put out into the world it's just the way god's designed this universe i'm not i'm not talking about karma in in a very secular way or anything um i'm using it as a as a very real uh biblical uh and and just realistic view of how what you what you put into things is what you get out of it and uh so just listening to what god says and obeying what he tells us when when he tells us hey if you get into an argument or you have a strife with someone go to them immediately as soon as you can do not go to bed on an argument or do not go to sleep unless you have reconciled with someone because your your whole night's going to be messed up after that it's just it's just tearing you up inside because the wages of sin is death 
and it and, and it makes so much sense because you feel it you just feel that that is our state of uh you know acting in that manner uh so now i don't i don't know where else i was gonna go uh with this with this topic but uh uh, Holy Spirit, <laughs> Holy Spirit, I need uh, I need your download. Um, but uh, yeah, just I think uh, you know feel you know going back to I just I'll go back to the topic again too. Uh, just just to set set myself a little bit reset reset. Um, I got off work today. Uh, this is this is real as it gets, man. Didn't uh, been sweating all day. Just uh, wanted to take a shower, and this is just this ain't a, this ain't an act, you know. This is I actually, uh, you know, it was like I needed to I need to talk. I need to I need to uh, share what the Holy Spirit has put on my heart uh, tonight, and hopefully it resonates with someone. Um, and if it does, please please let us know um, because uh, that's how God talks to us he does that through other people and appointments um and you know feeling like god is not near or uh and just just telling ourselves that lie and choosing to believe it you don't even have to bring the devil into it or or spirit the spiritual forces that are working against you if you are uh in the body of christ but uh we do it to ourselves enough you know so don't give the devil that much credit um, but not fear, feel, feeling like God is near. Um, our perspective is flawed. It is uh, is not in line with real truth and real reality. Honestly, um, you've heard the terms optimism, or you know, I'm, a, I'm an optimist. Somebody else say, or I'm a pessimist. I just I think every I think the worst about everything. But I think Jesus was emulating to us that he was a realist. He, he, he saw things for how they were because he was God in the flesh. He was emulating to us how we should uh, act and, and respond to things. When his, his friend Lazarus died, he cried over it. He knew it was going to happen. They told him if you had been there, he would not have died. And he was in another town. It took him like two or three. He took him like three days to even come back to visit his tomb. He was already buried by the time he came back. And they were like, "Oh, you, you, you know, man, he, it wouldn't have happened." And, and he, he's crying. And then he goes in and resurrects him. And he's showing us that this is how this is how it's going to be for you in life. It's going to be painful. Uh, there is going to be death. But there is also going to be life, and there is a hope for the resurrection and a new life uh, with God for eternity. And uh, yeah, just I, I like to think I'm a realist also, um, and I just operate based on uh, you know what I see and what I hear. But nowadays, everything you see and hear is not you can't trust a lot of it so everything that you see in here needs to be uh needs to be um aligned with the word of god if it's not aligned with god's truth 
and uh, you're not praying about everything that's that's bothering you, then you're gonna believe a lot of things that is just a complete distraction. And I, you know, I along with the, you know, just just cultivating this the idea that God is is near and He is talking to us. Um, I'd like to share uh, the things that I want to record where we had a conversation, me and James were uh, texting one day and, uh, you know, I just, uh, I just had this, I felt like this was what God told me. You know, I said, man, a holy, unified, obedient, healthy, and whole body of Messiah is the only thing Lucifer fears apart from God himself. The only thing he can fear from mankind, honestly, but the very thing God has disposed all his power to us to see it accomplished. This war didn't start yesterday, and yet has only just gotten warmed up. Things are going to get real. Proud to be walking to the front lines with you, brother, and I thank God to have you with me. And just having that that peace and that renewal of faith in that moment where I'm like, I don't even know how I what was that about? And now I'm reading it again saying, I didn't remember actually typing that. Um, and just, just all of the things that, that come up. Um, if I'm, if I'm open and receptive to those things, uh, being able to praise God in that moment for it, thank him for the, that moment. And then also record it, write it down so that I don't forget it because these things are, almost everything we have today things we're, we're so everything god's voice in the holy spirit is so quenched today and drowned out by the things that we choose to uh hold our time with uh and that's that's why i just on a personal note i'll i'll share this i think i've been really led to cut out a lot of me- media um i've only been listening to music lately for influence on uh guitar and in vocals and just being inspired by that a lot of christian metal um not just christian metal but mostly christian metal and really just feeling led to do that like i've tried everything else let's see what this does and i feel i feel like i'm more clear-headed i'm i'm more uh god-minded and honestly even though most days i feel uh absolutely you know just lost um it's been it's been slowly but surely like becoming uh bearable where i can i can uh feel like i'm i'm breathing again you know uh spiritually and mentally um and uh i just owe that to the holy spirit just giving me that just taking away that desire for constant uh distraction and entertainment and uh just anything that's not productive for my mission in life or what i want to be successful at in life um even secular people would argue yeah that's that's going to ruin your life if you do nothing but pour in to your head your eyes whatever you're seeing hearing and even the things that you're speaking have tremendous power to 
sometimes do irreparable damage to your uh, mental and spiritual state. I think God can heal all of those things. But let's not put ourselves through the pain of even having to go through it um, before before we're healed from it. If we ever uh, get tired of living that way in the first place, if we ever come to the point where we actually ask for that healing and we're just accepting and we're signed up for this life of, uh, you know, uh, dis- complete distraction. And uh, I think that's 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 the devil's worst fear is uh, people actually uh, taking most of their life and applying it to, uh, you know, God's what God's business is. Um, and our business should be his business. There should be no, uh, well, I do this also. And then you want God to co-sign on that. Uh, you know, bless this mess, God, you know, basically. But you created the mess, and now you want him to bless it? He, he, he's not going to do that. You did that. You, everything, your own actions is, is what got you there. Now you need him to get you out of that state, out of that problem. Uh, just... Uh, you know, just come into that realization of, uh, but, you know, I think I kind of just got on a tangent again because I wanted to expound on the depression and anxiety part of, uh, of, of what I said is, uh, I do believe they're very real things, but they don't need to be, uh, given so much power, uh, and, and, and a definition that's just set in stone. But I do know this is how I would describe it for myself. Depression is the person who lives in the past. That's the disease of someone who lives in the past and focuses on the mistakes they made. Anxiety is someone who uh, focuses on the future and the mistakes that they have yet to make and might not (laughs) and probably won't ever make, but they've already already told themselves it's going to happen. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so if we're living in the past and the future, we're not we're not being productive or effective in the present. And that's why if anybody else feels the same way, you know, because I think we all do at times, if not most of the time, I do, um, just feels like I'm not I'm not doing everything that that I could be doing to uh cultivate this life that that God has given me to live abundantly and when he says I have given you I've come to give you life and life in abundance he's talking about here and now on this earth and so when do we finally put childish things aside as Paul says uh, you know when I was young I did childish things but uh, I put childish things aside and started uh, living as, a, as as someone with I, I gained wisdom and I decided to apply that wisdom uh, it's just um, even today in this age as long as the gospel and as long as this scripture in the Old Testament the Torah has been uh, in circulation in the printing press and everything uh, throughout the world and now we have the internet and uh, people are still okay like being an infant as a believer they're they're on spiritual milk 
as an infant, but they're, they're, they're not an infant anymore. They've been walking with God supposedly for how long? They need to get some meat in their diet, some spiritual meat, you know, put the milk down. It's time to get, uh, you know, get strong. You need, you need to build some muscle uh, spiritually. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, you know, I think uh, just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't, I, sometimes I feel like I go on tangents uh, with with the things I'm talking about. Um, I try to I try to structure some sort of a uh, design for the things that, that I want to talk about, especially when I'm doing it solo. It's it's a uh, you know I, I don't know what's what's gonna what I'm gonna say um, half the time, but uh, you can never go wrong with just getting in the word and. Uh, actually trusting what it says to be true um and seeing it actually come true when you apply it in your life or get around other people that have been walking with the lord longer than you or have been going harder at it than you and see how they apply it and see their results because why would you do something if you if you if somebody was telling you oh yeah oh yeah your life you know you're gonna be so blessed you know if you if you follow Christ, you're gonna be so blessed, and yet all you see is they're just a you know miserable person. They're always angry. Why would you want that? Why would you follow that person? So again, it's like they're not applying it correctly. Um, you need to take all these things into account, and not just not just you know use use it as a cop out basically to uh, well the church is corrupt, and I mean the church doesn't preach the truth anymore so i don't go i don't go to church anymore um and you know to forsake the body of christ is uh you know something that you're gonna have to account for um because it's broken and paul talked about it when he went to the different churches and wrote his letters to those churches and said i pray for you because i know these things are going on in your church and they're not they're not right uh there's sin in your church that you have accepted. You you've started worshiping idols and sacrificing animals and food to those idols, um, and just telling them the truth for their own soul's sake, so that they don't have to make account for those things. So, how bold can we be to tell the church uh, where they're wrong and take up your cross and start your own? Uh, journey in your own ministry uh whatever it is if it's you know and this this is the other thing about just uh getting out of your head and actually into god you know get your face out of facebook and put it in his book for once already you know you're not going to get out of any type of rut mentally by thinking your way out of it you can't think your way into right action you can act your way into right thinking though and this goes along with exercising uh you know my boss i'm i'm just so proud to know that he i see the result in his life he reads seven chapters uh a night he's already read the bible all the way through once uh pretty pretty new to to the bible and, and being a believer i think um in this sense but seven chapters a night and then he does 
100 or so push-ups afterwards. And he just told me uh, it's non-negotiable to him. He, he doesn't want to do it half the time, but it's become non-negotiable to him. And that was the Holy Spirit telling me non-negotiable because that's been on my mind so much watching other people talk about things. And these are people not even bringing God into the equation, but they're saying certain things in life have to be non-negotiable for you or you're going to struggle. Life is hard enough as it is, but you're going to have to do a lot of things you don't want to do to be, to get where you want to be in life. And I hope that for everyone, um, not just myself. So that's why I share these things, these, uh, these feelings with you guys um and just if it resonates with you great um you know ask the holy spirit if if uh you know if it if it resonates with you great if it doesn't throw it away um i think it's i think it's funny when you know and people mean well when they're like oh yeah that was a good message or you you know oh i love what you said or something that's definitely oh yeah that's so wise of you and i think to myself okay well thanks for the compliment but i don't know what what you want me to say thank you or like uh you know uh because it, let's just say let's just put it this way if it is from god great then i did say what i was supposed to say great i i spoke as the holy spirit directed me and now it's on you to take what i said and believe it and then if you don't believe it or if you if you if you if you don't think I, I i spoke well or i said something but it was from the holy spirit then you're accountable for not following that that truth that was told to you you've heard it but then you're not going to put it into action now you're accountable to it so i think people don't even get that deep when they think about what they're saying when they say that was a good message okay well if it's from god are you going to apply it to your life or if you don't like the message are you warranted to not like it or are you in the wrong and at odds with god for not liking it and most people just you know take it for at face value and they won't take somebody's message and go to the word with it and uh you know challenge it and say oh this is this is true this is from god um most people just take everyone's word for it and that's why we're in the mess that we're in today just believing lies and lying to each other lying to ourselves uh, wanting other people to lie to us you know so that we can continue to lie to ourselves also Um, and we just go hand in hand believing we're gonna be you know uh, accepted on judgment day but we're slowly going down the wide path holding hands going to hell as a war as a planet as a as a human race and that's it weighs heavy on my heart it does um and at at certain times feeling like i am am uh a part of that feeling like i'm uh to blame for some of that you know and uh i'm contributing to it and i think it's important you know to have people that are willing to say those things and and if you realize it that's the first step to changing uh you realize something's not right in your life or um you just ask for ask god where you're where you're uh you know where you might be messing up or where you know where you could be doing better and 
Um, you could be totally, you could be, you could think you're totally on the right path, but if you're, if you're going down, like put this, take this analogy. If you're, if you're going to travel a thousand miles this direction and then halfway down, like 500 miles into it, you, you change your compass by one degree. I don't know the exact amount that you would be off by, but you would be miles and miles and miles away from that initial destination if halfway through that trip you just t- you just turned your compass one one degree you know to the east you would be nowhere near the destination you started out and set for so just going back to you know every day we need to be renewing our minds uh just just not you know everything that our eyes are taking in our soul is is accepting and holding on to uh, pornography, uh, all the all the things we watch that you know uh, super violent things that are just uh, wicked violence. I'm not talking about violence that's warranted, like righteous violence and judgment. Um, when when we talk about war and things like that, um, those things have to happen and they will happen. Um, but just being okay with all of the things that we have in society now, like uh, horror movies and and certain things like that, are they fun to watch? But what are they doing to you? Are you are you having nightmares? Are you are you inviting spirits into your uh, tabernacle and uh, just creating you know because those things imprint on you, they imprint on you, um, and so whatever your eyes and your ears are intaking, your heart is holding on to and the holy spirit can't you're, you're you're quenching the holy spirit and then it has no choice but to come out of your mouth and your lips are going to just regurgitate what you're taking in and it's just a cycle of i guess you know and and i'm trying and yeah you know i think god would understand and i just I just like to see all of us uh, living more of the power that God's given us to not live that way. We've we've been given a new life and as a new creation to, you know, it's the most powerful thing that anyone can say in life that I don't have to live this way anymore. Um, I have free will, but I choose not to do what I know God says is wrong for me to do what would, what would break his heart I choose to obey him that's real power you know being able to do whatever you want that's a, that's a child that's a child's mentality um dang I got a light over here that's getting bright on me um this is all kind of last minute for me but uh I'm happy to have be able to keep this appointment uh, and hopefully you know this this uh rant that that was uh more more of a philosophy lesson with some scripture uh to to start us off and back us up but really just my hope and 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 uh just desire that the holy spirit had a hand in some of the things that i said tonight um, and, uh, it's not just me, uh, regurgitating what another man 
or another woman said, and it sounded right to me. And then, and I'll end with this. What sounds good to you is is it might is most likely not good for you. It's not good from in God's point of view. Um, your heart is going to lead you astray. It's going to do that automatically, and the heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And I think that's a rhetorical question, or it's not a rhetorical question, if I'm saying that right. Who can know it? The answer to that question is God. And so that's your first step. Get on your knees and ask him. Show, Search my heart. Search my heart and show me where to change it. And he will go as far as he needs to go to actually cause it says he will cause you he will he will write his word on your heart he will cause you to act righteously and so then you got to ask yourself well how much free will do we really have uh if he says he will cause you to live in a certain manner like you won't have a desire to do this anymore you will struggle with certain things but you can you can be delivered from those things and not just an example when it says god hardened pharaoh's heart so that he would just not let the jewish people go he did that so that he could show his power and might and he then sent plagues and you know he's hardening pharaoh's heart and you got to ask yourself why you know why he chose to do that for for a certain reason so that so that he could show his you know he was he was showing that he had that he is the one true god and he destroyed that country and it was never the same ever since then um and so it shows you like i thought we had free will though you know but he hardened pharaoh's heart so that tells me everything i need to know about when jesus says i will give you a new heart I'll give you a heart of flesh and remove that heart of stone from you. Remove the heart of stone you have. <laughs> He's doing the opposite for us. What he did to Pharaoh, he has, he, you know, this is just, the, di- the dichotomy is sometimes overwhelming and it's hard to, uh, you know, accept. And, and it uh, freaks me out a little bit sometimes. But uh, going over about an hour now, so... Uh, Appreciate everybody's support, man. Uh, we're, you know, we're still just just doing our just doing our due diligence here, and uh, with our ministry, and uh, just just we're we're praying for anyone that uh, that asks for it. Um, you know, uh, Jesus says you have not because you ask not, and so. We need to ask him for what we want in life. He knows what we need already. And, you know, he ways ways that we do that is with fellowship with other believers and asking each other to pray for each other, being there for one another and service. And, you know, get out, you know, if you're not getting out and, and doing things for other people, no wonder you're, you're, you're feeling terrible or you're, you're, you're selfish, you're, you're selfish. 
you're not doing anything for anyone else. You know, you've been a believer for how long and you're still doing, I'm just doing me. I'm just doing me right now. I've been burned so many times. Oh yeah, you know who else was burned? Jesus himself. He was put on a cross and everyone, everyone ran out on him and abandoned him and denied him on his death, on the day of his death. You know who else was burned? But he, but he saved us while we were still sinners, it says. So, but I'm just doing me right now. I'm just doing me. Okay, you've claimed to be a believer for how long? And you're not you're not going to do anything for anyone else? You're going to have to account for something. And, you know, maybe that's a message somebody needs to hear tonight. Um, maybe it's uh, <laughs> maybe it's a hopeful uh, and encouraging thing for those that are that are really doing God's work out there that that is that that really is the heart of God right there is serving one another uh praying for your enemies just just repeating what Jesus said you know uh you know pray for your enemies um and pray for those who persecute you uh, love your enemies uh do good to you know, do good to everyone um if someone asks you for your cloak or your tunic or uh you know give them also your you know uh, your your sandals, or your, or give them your. If they ask for your cloak, give them your tunic. Also, um, if they ask for water, give them a loaf of bread. You know, and it's just, it's radical. It's nothing is new under the sun. This this is radical. I think it's Christianity 101. I don't even know what Christianity is. There was I don't. It's just a religion we created now. But uh, it used to be called the Way. When it, when it was a new movement uh, under uh, the the gospel of Christ. But, uh, you know, it's, it's God 101. I'll say that. I'll end on that. It's God 101. Uh, it's a complete Bible that we have, the Word of God. So, you know, we don't have to confine ourselves to, I'm a Christian, I'm this, I'm a Methodist, I'm a Baptist. There was never supposed to be denominations. It was the devil's first trick to be like oh i'm gonna stop this movement i'm gonna divide them and the only people that that are fighting each other and taking their sword out for one another and using scripture against each other is the body of christ the secular worldly people aren't doing that they're living their lives they're having the time of their life not being stressed out about fighting one another they can agree on you know the evil people in the world can agree on what they're doing and that's why they're so good at accomplishing it um it's only the body of believers that are going to fight one another and i i put i'll put it this way the devil and his demons are not uh ununified they don't argue about what they're trying to accomplish they're very they're very on point and 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 effective with what they're doing and it's only the body of believers that's fractured and wants to see ourselves uh you know a very broken body and the devil's like i don't even have to do anything he's over there with his arms crossed like well we're we're you know just 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 think of it that way you know a, a house divided against itself cannot stand so uh i'll leave you with that uh it just uh I'll leave you with uh, just a just you know a hope and a prayer that this uh, 
this reaches somebody that needs to hear some things and uh if you guys have if you, if you guys have any ideas for a topic or uh want to get involved or be a guest on the podcast uh let us know everybody that says they want to do it doesn't doesn't want to do it apparently or hasn't done it yet and i'm not trying to get i'm not trying to be all resentful or uh take it personally but i'm just telling you like it is it's like you know i love to have somebody that was just contrite and interested and wanted to like fellowship you know just fellowship with other believers um, and do it on a public platform which is an anomaly today you're not going to find a lot of people putting themselves out there to speak about things because you know we need we need to stop being afraid to be wrong okay we need to stop being afraid to make mistakes because we're gonna make them even if even if we're not doing the right things or even even if we're not trying so uh i'll leave you with that uh we love you we love you thank you for the support uh that we we've been given so far uh, and we'll see you next time just uh enjoy your weekend as labor day weekend and uh go with god and uh you know uh, just trust him and it's just uh peace uh comes upon you and uh, everything goes well in your life. Uh, if you need prayer for healing or uh, any support and uh, insight on anything, um, I, I'm sure I could get a lot of insight from someone else um, too. Uh, that, you know, that's how the Holy Spirit works. He'll send somebody to talk to me that has a problem, and then I'll be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And they're the exact person that needed to tell me. It, it was a divine appointment. It was a divine appointment. So we love you. Uh, thank you for your support and hey share the podcast if you enjoy it if you like it you know show it to some people um we'd love the 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 support and the shout outs so uh anyways goodbye on this friday night uh finding neverland out